You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. All right. So... This is going to be like the last bit of the episode. I might make this one a little bit longer depending on the, how the conversation goes. But the first couple were like 30-something minutes. So. Let's do it. Um, this is the meat and bones though right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're going to talk about a lot of a lot of things. So, cool. Um, so as far as lead gen goes, this is like the biggest thing that people struggle with. Yes. Um, yes. And I always break it down. And I, I've told you guys both this and I've told other people this. But uh, – you got you to gotta remember what kind of leads you want to get and make sure that the content, the stuff that you're making, that the context fits the platform. Yep. So, like we were talking about, you're talking about the cabinet guy who does everything on Instagram. Built a million-dollar empire doing cabinets on Instagram. Yeah. Breaking eggs. It's all video content. It's all beautifully put together. Nice yeah, video yeah, content, yeah. right? Facebook, you could do a mix of both, but it's mostly video, bro, because at the end of the day, you're trying to capture people's attention. Yeah. Uh, Google is text-based and it's intent-based where people are intentionally looking, looking to find something. You, yeah. Whereas Instagram is like, they scroll past it and they're like, oh shit, that could be done. Maybe I want to do that. Now the benefits to it, depending on what it is, right? Intent-based search is like they're searching for it. But you typically have a customer that's a little bit more educated because they know cabinet refinishing exists. You probably weren't the one that told them it existed. Yep. Now, when you're the person who tells somebody that something exists... It's easier to sell them yep. either higher price or just close the fucking job because they learned it from you. They're scrolling past and they see you refinishing cabinets and they start following you. And after a month, they're like, damn, bro, Carlos really killing it. Maybe I should call Carlos. And you tell him it's going to cost 10 grand to do this kitchen. They're a lot more likely to say, fuck it. I'm going to go with Carlos than the next guy because you showed them it existed. So that's the way to think about ads, the lead generation, everybody out there. Context matters. You're not going to put a fucking written post on Facebook and get people to buy your shit. It's not happening. Yeah. You need to make content based off the context of the platform. If you're on TikTok, it's all video and trends. Use trendy audios. Do those kinds of things. It works. Gets you some fucking leads. I've and <laughs> if you want a very social media focused approach, do it in your local area with like a, a little tiny controlled radius in an area. Start like that and slowly start expanding. But what you want to do basically is... Um, you want to make, this is the way I, I've done Facebook and as in a successful manner. You make a piece of content that educates people on awareness. This exists, guys. You make a second piece of content showing off the fucking solution, right? The problem and the solution. This is the problem that most people have. This is the solution. And you retarget those same people. So you're going to target the same area and the same people, same audience. Hey, this is the problem. Or th this is this this is a thing that exists. This is the problem that people who use this service have, and this is what solves it. And the last thing is asking them to buy. You don't say, "Hey, buy this thing now." You say, "Hey, like we're running a special. Hey, uh, you know, put your contact information in here now if you want to find out more." Blah blah blah. That's how you do those kinds of content marketing things from everything that I've gathered and with some success. Like um, I remember, I, I I tested. Remember, I was telling you, I tested like five different ad variations on Facebook and I yeah. was having some pretty good results with it. I spent like $98 and I got like six jobs out of it. That's beautiful. But 
there's a lot more work that goes into it than throwing up a Google ad. But yeah. remember, Google ads are harder because people already are educated. Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they know they know bathtub refinishing exists. They know cabinet refinishing. They're calling exists. multiple people also. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're reading reviews and all the shit. But if you if you're the fucking guy who tells them, hey, this is this is a whole new world for you, and let me fucking show you what it's about, and you retarget to them, they're gonna buy from you. and They're gonna have less questions. You already answered everything. Now it's just a question of do I need this or not? And if they say yes, closing that's going to be easier. My experience with intent-based searching, like so when you get the, the Google ad leads, uh-huh. uh, you know, they're typically, you already know what they're reaching out for, right? So they're, they're intent-based. So they're, they looked up bathtub refinishing. Yep. They found you. It's clear and cut. Facebook, Instagram, there's a lot of uh, awareness that you have to, a lot of legwork in generating the sale. It is attention. Yeah. You're trying to get attention. They're getting. They're asking questions. They're you're, so now your 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 process, your sales process is a little bit longer mm-hmm. with your social media sales yep. because they're 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 stumbled upon you. So now you're not only like okay, now you have to explain yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, when when it comes to like an intent based lead, um, you don't have to explain yourself as much as you just need to get them the general information on cost processes and scheduling. Um, that's just something to consider on your approach is if you go through the social media aspect, you're going to be doing a lot more legwork during the sale process. But if the, from the, my experience and, and, and the fruitfulness is differently is, is different because the, the people and you've said this with some of the leads you've gotten from bathtub guys is that a lot of them sit on a quote longer. So yeah. they're, they're pre planning because they already know they want to get the tub refinished. Remember, it's not just context on the platform. It's context of how they're thinking about what they're searching. Right. They're thinking about it because they already know it exists. I mean, they have some sort of prior knowledge. Either somebody told them it existed, told them what to anticipate as far as pricing. So you're combating those things. They already have prejudice in their head about what to expect. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you get a lead that is that that is willing to do ball play ball with you from social media, typically you can get a little bit more out of them because you're giving them more information and you're the one introducing them to this thing. So, you know, um, I have a question for you, Danny, that I know everybody's thinking about, and it's because I still think about this is when, uh, before you went full admin, right? Like where you kind of have, uh, you were more involved in the operations, still getting material, running material, doing this, doing that. Um, where did you find the time to create engaging content? As a small business owner, because I mean, we know that we know the answer. You create it. That's a very good but, one. But this is something I know <laughs> everyone's wondering: is like, they, I want to do it. I want to do it. I know what to do. Google ads, social media campaigns, whatever. Right? It's the implementation that is 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 what's seizing everybody. Um, where did you find the time mentally, the the capacity to start creating engaging content, not the typical before and after? We're talking about. Well, and what I mean by engaging content is something I've, I've noticed is I, I like reels. Mm-hmm. Um, reels are reels. reels are great, but it has to be attention grabbing and it has to be to the point. So a long ass reel showing all this whole process is not engaging. People are on a three to four second attention, attention span. span yeah. So you have to like psychologically understand people yep. when you're marketing. And Danny's done a good job at that of creating snippets, the sound bites from our podcast, all oh, yeah. these things. Yeah. Like, where did you? How did you develop the the understood the the understanding of the sales psychology for the consumer? So, for me, that comes from what I look for in content, right? If I see something that's boring, I'm just like, I'm not going to do that, right? So, I want I want to provide 
the same things that I like. So the odds are there's people who like kind of things that you like, right? Yeah. So when I'm looking at other people's content to try to get inspired, I'm like, well, I really like how they did that breakdown, that voiceover. So I, I, I implement that. Yeah. That, that new trend that's going around end of the year, like the year yeah, recap thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw that and I was like, you know what? Well, I could gotta, fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta do that too. Um, and, 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 and so I'm looking at it to what, what's grabbing my attention. Uh, how are they starting these videos, right? You know, you want a hook. It's like when you were writing an essay in fucking middle school, bro. The teacher's like, where the fuck is the hook at? Yeah. You need that shit for, that, I mean, for TikToks, for social media reels, you need that. Yeah. So let me use an example. That video that I made about, this is how we made $800 in less than two hours worth of work. Yeah. That automatically is grabbing the person that I want to see that video. Like, Wait a minute, what? They're like, how the fuck <laughs> you do that? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so, like, when I'm planning out a piece of content like that, especially a reel, I'm looking at what would entertain me if I was scrolling through it. I know for me personally, I would not want somebody in front of a camera in, in, in the backyard of their fucking house like, do you want your tub refinished? <laughs> well, come on down to Sleepy Joe's tub <laughs> yeah. refinishing. Like, no, bro. Like, no. Like, that's not. But we, we want engage, We want to be engaged. We want the attention. You know, we, we, we want people's attention. So you just have to get, get that attention. Now, as far as where I find the time and where I found the time. I'm going to tell you what I did when we started. That one's a more important one for me. Yeah. So, cause I agree. It's, it's, it's to me, it's mental gymnastics. Oh yeah. It is. I'm not going to lie to you. So like, this yeah. is, this is kind of what I urge people to do. You need to either do one of two things. You need to either have a day where you're like, I'm going to make seven pieces of content, one for every day of the week. Ooh, I like that. You're already in your creative space. Just fucking do it. And, Something that everybody needs to fucking know. My man Gary Vee be talking about this, and I fucking agree, because the only way you're going to get really good at content is by making content. Exactly. So don't be afraid to make bad content. Yeah. Some, some of it might suck. I think that's what holds everybody back. Everybody, people start thinking about what other people are going to think about what they're saying. Yeah. Before Marissa became the permaglaze of Texas fucking big fucking person on TikTok and Instagram, she w did not like to post content. Yeah. And when we, were, when we were talking about on, our, on her podcast... I, I, when we, we did a podcast with her and I, one of the first things I told her was like, well, one of your best viewed reels is you, you just cleaning a gun. She's like, yeah, I'm not sure, whatever. It's like, I'm not sure what people will think. And I told her, I'm like, look, you really should. It's what people think. It, she, she's a woman in a male dominated in industry. Oh, for she's one. already going to get. Exactly. And yeah. then, and then on top of that, she's good at what she does. Yeah. So it, 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 and then that's even better. And, like. and now she makes content like it's, like it's nothing. She's always been doing it. Yeah. But you have to start. So she's technically an influencer. That's what she is. Yeah. Now. She really is like a, a bathtub awesome. influencer. Yeah, she, she is. And, and, and like, like, and her content is good and entertaining. She knows how to grab people's attention. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. She was still getting views, but it's not like how she gets now. She also adds confrontation. Yeah. Which is like, you know, what do you mean? Like, so she'll discuss the bad. Yeah. Like if she went through a, uh, a problem with a client, yep. she'll air that shit out. Yep. On social media. So like a lot of people will, will hesitate towards that, including myself in the beginning. I was like worried to even on the podcast to talk some shit. Yep. But then you really learn real quick that like that's engaging. Yep. I'm going to do all these things. Like yeah. 2024. I'm going to be doing. Bro, and, and so her content is like for the for she makes content for the customer. Yep. She makes content for the refinisher mm -hmm. and she makes content for the fucking asshole. For who creation. Fucked, like <laughs> the asshole that <laughs> fucked her over or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. even like when someone DMs her on some stupid shit and tries to tell she, her things. She posts it up. Yeah, she, she'll talk about it. I fucking love and her already. I, I, res <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's 
Again, what do you find entertaining? If she finds that shit entertaining, that's the content she should be making because you're going to be good at it that's if you good. like it. Yeah. Um, again, so you actually, you actually simplified it. You just said, just do what you like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is great. We all have different, like, I, I'm sure there's things you do that you like, things that you look for that you like. There's things I know I look for that I yeah. like, you know. Maybe I should start 2024 bathtub memes. And, 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 and don't. And I started doing shit like that. And people liked it. And then I changed up the content because, like, here's the thing. Once you start getting in the groove and content, once you could make a fucking good reel that's the typical video that Carlos always does in, like, three minutes, you're going to be like, okay, so I, it's so easy. Maybe right. I should try something different. And then slowly but surely your content will evolve. You'll start making better things, higher quality things. And then when you get to the point where like, hey, maybe I am too busy over here, I could show somebody how to make content now and let them do it and expand. But yeah. as far as finding time, I want to ju uh, jump to that because that is... That is uh, That's the harder thing. probably, so you for me anyway. You want to try to at least make a post a day, but really, 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 you want to know what got me good at making content? I was making at least four posts a day for a year. That shit got me good yeah. at making content. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. guess what? It was the same fucking posts same type of post. I made, I, I, I planned out a format. Like a generalization. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make a before and after post. I'm going to make a post that has tips for the refinishers, tips for uh, customers. I'm going to post a review and then a quote of the day. Every day I did that for four or for, for a year. Damn. I did four posts every day for a year. I did not fucking miss. Systemized it. And you know what yeah. happened is that it became second nature where then... When I started, too easy. It's when too I, easy for you. Yeah, when I started thinking about, okay, where do I want my content to mature? I don't make that, that many posts anymore. But when I do make a post now, making something higher quality comes easier to me. Yeah. Because I already learned how to do this shit so much. It was so much in the back of my head that I can come up with an idea like this, bro. And and that's that's what it is. So so you so, have to pre kind of pre-plan more or less the kind of content you like Start making it, even if it's bad in the beginning, and then evolutionize the post and really make it your own and your own style and make it really good with time. And don't 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 freeze because of, of lack of concept. Yep. Which is something that I, I struggled with in the beginning was it wasn't even the actual development because I talked to Danny about this. Like I, I can develop uh, content. I've done it for personal use for the business. It was always lack of originality, like an original concept. So you like, well, you'll grab the phone, right? And you'll, you'll start looking through your photos and getting like, okay, where am I going to begin with this? And if you're not a creative in nature, so that's going to be difficult, right? In which most refinishers aren't mm -hmm. creative in nature. They're, they're, they're uh, ops guys, mm -hmm. right? They're working with their hands every day. Yep. So what I, what I, how I went about it was um, just show off. Yeah. Instead of like, if you're really stuck on the, on like the strategy of content creation, which is something I was struggling with, because I would talk to Danny, I'm like, we need a strategy. Like, what's my strategy? How am I? And you're thinking too deep into it. Yep. Just show your shit off. Yep. And then that's how I, because I don't have a lot of time still. I'm still heavily involved in ops uh, to manage my team because my, because we're a young refinishing company. My guys don't have uh, years and years of experience. So I'm still there really like guiding and making sure shit's going smooth. Um, so time is of the essence for me. So I stopped spending so much time dwelling that I didn't have the recipe for success and just started just showing off what I am doing. And what I'm doing at the moment right now is painting this fucking kitchen. Yep. So like I'll just record myself doing the shit I'm already doing 
and then putting some trending audio behind it, and boom, now you have content. And, and don't be afraid to repurpose content. If it's a kitchen you did a year ago, yeah. you have new followers who haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what you want to do is maybe get that, that kitchen post again, repost it, or take the audio out, do a voiceover. Hey, there's a kitchen I did about a year ago, blah, blah, yep. blah. This is what we're doing. This is what we could do for you. Like, you have to get crafty. Somebody who repurposes content like crazy is Danny from Alliance, bro. Yeah. They're crazy with it, but they have so they have such a backlog of content that they just, sometimes they don't have anything new. They just repost old stuff, and it feels fresh because you haven't seen it in forever. Yep. I mean, you run the same carpet cleaning commercial, and you're, you know, you'll see the same carpet cleaning commercial 20 times in a day yeah. if you watch TV all day. That is true. You know what I mean? It's the and same it's shit. it's the same shit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the That's day, funny. That's very true. you're competing for that attention, bro. Yep. And it doesn't matter how you get it. What The content doesn't matter. What matters no. is repetitiveness. It's exactly what it yeah. is. The more eyeballs on you, the better. The better. You know, and, you and it's so funny. I have like a million years of worth of like I'm talking since before trends and all this shit videos of me. I put a camera and me prepping by myself an entire fucking kitchen. Like literal videos of it, That's and I, I, something that I am good at is recording angles, all that shit. Something I'm bad at is putting it together. But I have like and you've seen it because I've sent you mm -hmm. shit. I'll have like every fucking <coughs> angle you can think of. I'm that sure you've photo considered so you can it. See have it. you considered hiring someone to develop the content? I have. I have. Um, it's I, a hard I, trigger to pull. It, right? It's a hard you're trigger not to sure pull. If yeah. the, the it's gonna pay. Well, the here, investment's going to have its return. Here's my biggest hang-up on it and why I still haven't done it and why I think a lot of people don't uh, pull the trigger. You don't know your, uh, your style yet. You don't know. Until you develop your you own style. Yeah, you don't know what works. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. How are you going to pay some... It's like, okay, you pay someone to do a tub, you know the system. Yeah. You know, this is how we do the tub, and this tub makes us money. How are you going to tell someone to make Instagram posts for you if none of them have been successful yet? Because exactly. the first thing they're going to ask is like, okay, well, what's your idea? Yeah. And you're like, well, that's the whole reason of fucking hiring Exactly. You. So if you still have to have the original concept. Exactly. And, and so, yeah, right, that's and, pretty and much why. The only, pre the only people who know your product is as you. good as you is you. Yeah. So, you, again, bro, it doesn't have to be the most flashy thing in the fucking planet. Just start getting content start out there. Start doing it, yeah. And, and, and Stop being afraid, basically. And like I said, bro, four pieces of content every day for a year. I got so fucking good at it that it just came second nature. And I myself was like, I'm going to kind of change up the content. And, and a lot of things have evolutionized. The way I used to do clips before manually to where, like, now I just have an AI program do it. It's cool. Um, nice. And, 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 and things like that, I've evolutionized it to the point where, like, I kind of always have something I can post. Yeah. Um, but... That's that's the secret, bro. It's just do it a bunch. Well, you know what helps a shit ton? And that's something that I was just thinking about right now when you said it. You were talking about that you posted four things in a day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. There's Facebook, social. Uh, there's Facebook, Twitter. There's Instagram. And then there's TikTok. Just every post one in every single one of them every fucking day. It's the same one in every I, platform. I, I post all four on every platform every day. Yeah. And yeah, it's annoying. It's, it, it was annoying. Like, yeah, I have to upload it here, and then upload it there, then upload it there, then upload it there. Yeah, it's annoying as shit. It's funny. It's funny how the internet and the way marketing works now, you've kind of added an, an additional must-need in, in order to run a business now. Because, like, you need content. Without it, you aren't shit. Well, it doesn't matter how good you are. Well, here's the thing, man. We've added something that honestly helps. has helped millions Absolutely. of people. Because... There was a time, not too long ago, 
where the only place to see commercials with with content was just TV, was TV, <laughs> or hear a radio jingle. Yeah, and that is reserved for the people with the deep ass fucking pockets. Yep. So as a yep. small business, you would only really get chosen if your ass was in the yellow pages. That is true. Yeah. You know, before the fucking true. internet. And so you're paying for, for real estate on a fucking booklet. Yeah. And a lot of the times people would default to going with the brand anyway because they felt safe. They don't know you. They they that back then they couldn't go online and see that you had fucking four, you forty five star you. reviews yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. see what kind of work you do and, yeah. and all that shit. They couldn't see that. So a lot of them just assumed that, all right, well, I'm gonna go with the company even though it's more because, you know, they're running a commercial. They're legit. Also, um, if you're a business owner and you're not daily feeding your brain with the uh, science of sales, you're failing, bro. You're failing. Like, yeah, there's Absolutely. there's a lot of books. There's a lot of audiobooks out there that it, it can become redundant. It can become repetitive, but it's it's like training. You're training your brain to understand the concept of sales. Well, when, if everybody's saying the same thing, then maybe you should follow maybe it. Maybe you should yeah. fucking do it. Because yeah. there's, a, there's a rhythm to it. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm sure you've read plenty of of, of uh, entrepreneurship books and sales books. And the, the way the rhythm always goes is, one, you have to have superior customer service. Yep. Right? From the beginning, you're selling an experience rather than just a service or product if you're going to be on the top of your game. Yep. Then the second thing is um, after the, the experience, you have to have – you have to have a, a – uh, something you're solving their problem. That's what people are buying. Yep. They're not buying because you're the best refinisher. They're not buying because they're buying because they have a problem and you have a solution. You're selling a solution to their issue. And then, then you have to l- remind them that they even have this issue. That's where the content creation comes in. So you're, you're scrolling through Instagram. You're not thinking of your tub until you saw that tub. So you saw you're, that dirty ass tub real you're quick. You're reminding them of their problem and then you're also proposing a solution. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a if you're not studying the art of of sales, <clears throat> you're not going to be successful. Yeah. yeah. That is very freaking true. So so feed the brain, you know, that's that's our jo- our job as a boss. If you're if especially if you have employees, if you're not like actively learning how to generate leads, then you're not even fucking doing your job, bro, of mm-hmm. this whole organization. You're just a sub at that point. You're just a project manager. Yep. Yeah, project manager at best. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're at just best. a project manager, and you you take whatever leads you get fed, and what's, you run them. What's astonishing to me is that the amount of people who make fucking bang and content, and they, they'll stop, and then they'll wonder why things turn around for them. It's like, bro. Dude, you he, had a feed, he, and he, people were coming, yeah. and you stopped. Yeah. People are going to go elsewhere because other people are th- also Here's the thing. It. Social media is hard to measure. Which is why a lot of companies now, you call a plumber, they're like, how'd you hear about us? They want to know where it's coming from. I ask that every time. Um, but Exactly. Uh, every time. But uh, it's hard to measure because a video might get seen 100,000 times and you might never get a call from one of those people. Yeah. But you might. Who knows? Maybe they, like, you do not know. And people think, when I say things like this, people are like, ah, bro, yeah, right. But it's like, bro, somebody in Nebraska could talk to their fucking uncle. Like, yeah, you know that tub you have over there? You know that tub you have over there in in your summer home in Orlando? That shit's fucked. I saw these guys uh, online. They do this thing. And they're in Orlando. And they're in Orlando. And that conversation happens so much more than people fucking think. Yes. That when you stop posting on social media, you're taking that away. because And you're giving it to the next Orlando guy. Well, yeah, because (laughs) a lot of people are on, a lot of people who are older, um, you know, they're not on social media as much as young people, for the most part. Yep. So these TikTok trends that pick up, all these fucking things, if you're that fucking trend, 
these kids are talking to their parents and their grandparents. And and let's be real. If you look at the numbers, the majority of the people on TikTok are in their 20s right now. Yep. So it's like the fucking millennials and the Gen Zers and shit, bro. I have a question for uh, Curtis. Of course. Um, so you're a renovation company. So what's marketing look like for you? I mean, you offer a lot of services. So I know this is something that even just from us as bathtub and cabinets, right? So we're tapping into two niches. Mm-hmm. I found it difficult to brand. I'm sure you run into that issue. So I uh, I do four major things that keep me busy. That's bathtubs, cabinet, uh, cabinet refinishing, epoxy countertops, or countertops as well, and uh, and backsplashes. And all those four things are four different categories that I have to usually market. Now, what... I'm used to the whole word of mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more old school when it comes to that. So I've had to adapt to marketing, posting things, something. You'll go to my Instagram. My Instagram is actually pretty good as far as the content. Something that I do lack is posting constantly. He's so not like my uh, last active. One, I'm yeah. not active. And that is what hurts a company also. Like, because guess what? There's 20 of me in my area and they're doing it. So yeah. if they're doing it, they're already ahead of me. So it, it's, it's, it's been work. It's been work and I've been slowly getting there. Obviously he knows cause I've talked to him constantly about it. Um, and that's actually my biggest goal 2024. Mm-hmm. And exactly as you said, I'm going to be freaking posting every day, but about all four things that I do, and that's my freaking goal, and I'm not. I'm gonna stick with it until I freaking start getting organic calls about it. Um, I used to actually have Home Advisor, dude, and believe it or not, despite everything you ever heard, up until recently, Home Advisor was making me a hundred grand plus every year, and lazily, by the way, because I I wasn't hungry. I just wanted to be busy, and well, at least I'm, wanted to I'm make mad- money. Imagine. Grinding. Imagine grinding. Imagine grinding. Imagine which is which, which is what this year's all twenty twenty four. That's what it's going to be about. It, it's going to be all about. Let me put all the let me put all the things that I know I can do that I know that I didn't want to do. Let me just go ahead and do it. And you know what let I like. You know what I like about that strategy for you because remember you came the other day talking about ads, mm-hmm. Google ads. Remember it's intent based, right? Yeah. Harder to get a grasp because there's so many people competing for that attention and paying more for and, it and paying more for it. But if you do content about epoxy, yeah, they're gonna know A King's renovation does epoxy because that video is the context about epoxy. Oh yeah, the the counter video or the the or the um, cabinet video. Oh yeah, that's the context about cabinets. But to fit. We do cabinets, epoxy tubs, tiles, in remodels, but in one ad is so hard. That's and, and then and with today's well, no, but here's 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 the alternative, right? The alternative would be okay. I do all these services, so I have to run a campaign for each thing. You want to talk about spending money? You're gonna fucking spend money. It's bro. almost like having four companies in one. Exactly. If you really think about have it, have you have you considered taking a niche approach, like uh, just one? Yeah. So yes, the reason the yes. reason I'm asking that is because we're he does we're, tubs, we're trying. you do cabinets, I do epoxy and backsplashes, which is countertops. Yeah, that could work very fucking well. Well, well, like it's easier to market, right? So like mm-hmm. I, I do bathtubs, cabinets, counters, I do all of them. Yeah, we that's kind of why we partnered with our our companies. Yep. Yep. Is our our strategy is to develop two independent brands. 
but we use our same labor force. So it's still managing multiple companies, oh, yeah. but like the struggle of trying to market so many niches is hard. You alleviate the 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 too muchness that's going on. Yeah, yeah I've thought I've thought about that after having conversations with him about yeah. that. And it's exactly as you said, is exactly what he said. Is there like, is there dude, one part of your business that you love the most? Epoxy and backsplashes. There's such good money in epoxy. There's not a lot of competition here. Yeah, and, like, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's so fucking fun. <laughs> it looks fucking <laughs> fun. Yeah, Listen, I like I, I, I'll, I'll give you my Instagram later so you can yeah, see. Sure. It's so fun when I get epoxy jobs. My wife's like, "You're staying at home with the kids. <laughs> I'm gonna go do the job." Yeah, my so, wife. I shit you not. Yeah. My wife pregnant. She likes she, it, uh, dude. We just did a crazy ass, and I showed it to Have him. Have you considered going like super hard in epoxy? You know what's funny? I, I I've barely tried pushing it, and I've gotten a lot of jobs. I think I think yeah, I think I think maybe the next couple of months I should just push for epoxy. What I've noticed is like sing, singular focus. You're gonna get the most for your return, like the yes. most return. Yeah, I noticed. It, I noticed. It, it's like uh, so so. There's like this guy named SB Mowing, and he just mows lawns on TikTok and on and on Instagram Reels, and everybody knows him as the guy who loans who mows lawns. And right? he's good. And he's good. <laughs> and and you could just be like Carlos, the fucking epoxy guy, who everyone knows. Like you, you want epoxy that's gonna look fucking yeah. fire. Yeah. Like get him. Oh yeah. And and it's literally what you said about the other guy that you went to go teach the class with. Everybody knows he's the cabinet guy, bro. Yes. Like you want to be that authority in an industry. It's powerful, bro. We have a lot going on. Twenty twenty four, guys. You just wait. Yeah. And actually, uh, well, I think maybe in the next week or something, we're gonna be doing this countertop right here. Yeah. I want to. We're, we're gonna be getting all this prepped out. This uh, just. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, we're going to record that shit, too. A lot, a lot of things content. coming up. A lot of things are coming up. But, but man, like, the thing I like... and, and I, I like, think you guys are right. I, I think that I need to I, I need to focus. Maybe well, it'll help on, you. On, maybe uh, focus, so overwhelmed. Maybe focus on one division. Yes. And, and that's my problem, too. I always think I can do it all. And that's something that life has, like, slapped me in the face. Well, uh, imagine the fucking headache of, like, let's say you get really busy. Yeah. Today you have an epoxy job. Tomorrow you got a tough job. The next day you have a remodeled. It's been just like that. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You can't it's build been systems. just like that. It, you can't because you can't. you're like you're like all right. Today I need these tools. Tomorrow Ma I need these maybe tools. if you're maybe if you're solo that works. Like I've made it work. I'm also a person that can take a lot. I have a higher threshold for stress and and ass beating than most people. Oh, so I. Dude, yeah. really, I, yeah. I, I've, I, it, trauma builds good things also, you know, it, it gives yeah. you some bad yeah. ones, but trauma has <laughs> it should helped me to yeah. tough you out. So like, I will go through shit that most people cannot go through, including stress. Like I have a high uh, stress. That's why people are like, oh my God, you have four kids, dude. What the hell? I have one. And I'm like, that's easy. Not that hard. Bro, and you know what the thing is about the epoxy thing too. Let's be real. Is it's like beautiful. You could do <laughs> like it's it's amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's you, like, you, it, I'll send you my Instagram so you could see it. Dude. it it's uh, if it's, I, if I knew how to do it, I would target it for sure. Not only do I know how to do it, my wife knows how to do it. That's what I love. Like my wife literally knows how to freaking do there it. There you like, go. You got a fucking you got a six hundred thousand dollar company right there. Well, just the two of you doing epoxy. And she's work? good. She's freaking. There's good. no reason why you shouldn't pursue it. And if and if you wanted to focus on one thing. The epoxy would be an easy thing to focus on for you because you like it. And it's the funnest. Exactly. And, and once you get that thing rolling, yep. then, all right, now this year I'm going to focus on this. That uh, thing is doing well. We're going to keep on pushing it, but we're going to push this too. Uh, Bro, that's I how mean, you start. Dude, it, and it's exactly like you said, because locally, 
<laughs> there's a lot of guys that do the same things we're doing, yep. you know. And then what we're what we're doing is we're literally competing for the attention. Yep. There's not a lot of guys doing epoxy around here, and the ones that aren't, I'm not impressed. No, I'm really not. Um, and I've I've done several jobs that I was searched out for because there's not a lot of people doing epoxy in Orlando. In Orlando, and they needed shit fixed. And I was the and me being the MacGyver that I am because I'm a very I'm super MacGyver. I don't leave until I make sure that this works. You know, um, I always I always figure it out. I always figure it out. That that's probably one of my best toxic traits. I figure it out. <laughs> the, well, the the epoxy thing too, bro, is uh, you could charge good for it. it's something that's creative. People are, are willing to pay more to see their vision come yeah. to life, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, that's in demand, bro. And it's in demand. It's, in demand. it's actually like, floors. It's actually putting out multi stone. It's like multi stone is is phased out bro, because bro. of epoxy. Bro. I'm going to show you this bathroom. I did shower walls. Oh, I, I did. I, I did an entire bathroom renovation because I do renovations. Yeah. Um. It, but in this freaking bathroom, I did these three shower walls, and the three walls look like I went to a mountain and I cut out this fucking marble, and it looks bro, so stupid. And the content makes itself with epoxy, bro. Yes. It's yeah. so easy. It's so nice. Bro, every time, I did it for a best friend, the business owner for uh, for Garage Store, shout out, Advanced Garages. Um, his bathroom, he tells me, he's like, dude, every time someone comes over, and I tell him, oh, the bathroom's right there, when someone's asking for he says this, he's like, they walk in the bathroom, and then I hear, oh my God! <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yeah, I, that's think, that's, I awesome. think that's your secret sauce, honestly. I know, and it's so funny, because I mean, it's already, just been hidden. You're already tapped into the it, like refinishing industry, which yeah. you, can, you can still scale. Yeah. Right? So like you can scale, but I think the epoxy route is going to give you the resources and capital that you need i think you're right to build the scalable business right so and even the epoxy is like um it, it's still niche it's still attention to detail work just like refinishing it you is. know what i mean like mm -hmm. you, it's going to be hard to send a tech out who's unexperienced but the returns i know are a little bit higher yes um labor's a little less intensive yep um and you're obviously pretty good at it so i think uh, it's a, a, it's a lot a of epoxy guys that i follow on youtube they do two kitchens a day and, and that's and good. And, and that's then, good. And yeah. they go back. So they'll do two kitchens. Takes about two hours per kitchen. Then they'll go back. When it starts to gel up, take off the one, take off the other one. Exactly and the next day, clean up and then start another one. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. And, and imagine if you have that steady stream, bro. You know, those are $2,000 jobs minimum most of the time, bro. Yeah, sometimes more. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. And, and with a lot of high profile houses, man, like you wouldn't believe, like people, they have quartz, but they want to cover it up because it's not the color they like. Yep. Dude, and, and yeah. you know how many granite I've done a lot that, that, that people granite. are like, I hate this granite countertop, but I have called everywhere and kitchens are $3,000 minimums and up. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I'll do it for 25. Yeah. <laughs> that $500 alone that I'm saving them yeah. to people and they get in this day and effect. age in industry and I can manipulate it to how they want it. Literally colors are limitless. People are like, yes, I want that epoxy. If if yeah. you're gonna <clears throat> if you're gonna actually target epoxy, the name should include epoxy. Yeah. Um. So I should do a DBA. Yeah. Uh, I should do a DBA. Yep. Yeah. And that that's like the a king's epoxy or the something. legalities yeah. of it, yeah. but really just it's build, super build easy. Build I just brand. go to the city, get a DBA, yeah. pay for it. It's like, it's like 150 bucks, I think. Yeah. That's it. Add yeah. it to my insurance. You, you you should because it's it context helps. That's yeah. why I, I, even though the company is called Bathtub Guys, I put Bathtub Guys refinishing. 
yeah. context. Exactly. Perfect surface yeah, we're actually glazing. changing perfect surface glazing to, he was, to yeah, perfect he was surface cabinet that. refinishing. Yeah. 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 And it does help. It really does. Um, cause I know SEO also, by the way. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yep. That's why. And like it is, and that's probably, that is my toxic trait is that I can do it all. So why not just offer it all? But yeah, it's a lot easier for someone well, to focus on just, you one still thing. offer it. I'm not. And I, cause like you not in the position you're in right now, you don't turn shit down. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're, exactly. You got your family to feed. It, it, it does but help though. Your approach now towards the niche marketing. Now you have a route. So you a have to pick something, way, right? So yeah. like you always still have all these services. These services are going to feed you and your family. Oh, yeah. But in 2024, focus on one and like and and then pull the most out of it and see if you can get yourself out of that yeah. that game of like just so. having to do so much all the time. I think so. I think you're I think you're right. Having um, a lot of tools in your toolbox is not a, a bad thing. So it, it it really isn't and I'm pretty organized as far as that because I have, like, bins. And depending on the job, I'm like, okay, I'm spraying today. This is the bin. And, like, mm-hmm. I have it all in there perfect yeah. and everything. I have literally it says spray bin. The other one's epoxy bin. The yeah. other one's cabinet bin, you know. And, yeah. like, and I have all my tools and stuff. Um, but it would be a lot nicer to just do one freaking thing for a while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you Well, know. The, I heard a saying the other day that they said that uh, it was, like, uh, niches make you rich, or, or it was a saying where like a jack of all trades will 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 feed you, but a niche will make you rich. Yeah, that is true. You know yeah, if I mean? you like, focus on that, yeah, one if you thing, conquer yeah, a yeah. market and like can really become the go to guy for this, you won't, you don't have to do everything, and and mm-hmm. your margins can uh, be a little bit higher because you're the best at it. A lot of people who have built very successful service businesses, they start with one thing. That is true. You know, we do one thing here, and then they turn it into something else. So, like, locally, you see, like, Frank Gay is, like, a big plumber in Orlando. Yeah. And now he's plumbing, and now HVAC, HVAC, blah, blah, blah. They yeah, do yeah. restoration now, yep, like, uh, for after disasters and shit. Yep. Like, th- this is how things start. Uh, Danny over at Alliance started with tubs. Now he's doing renovations. Yeah. So, it's like, there, there's routes to get there. Uh, one of the things I, I wanted to discuss also was about um, how everybody's year went. Like, reflecting back on 2023, you know, it's the 30th of December today. Um, like money wise, did did it hit expectation? Did it surpass it? What are we looking forward to next year? Money wise for me didn't go as planned. Okay. Which is why I know twenty twenty four like there's no if, ands, or buts. Has it's, to it's be. ground it's grind mode. Okay. Now I will admit last year, this whole past year. I told you guys a little bit before before we got in here, it was more of a personal thing for me mm-hmm. in my life than anything. And I conquered myself, which is not a lot of people can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with conquering myself, next is business. Like, so 2024 is literally, like, I, I build a website this year, you know, and, and the website is pretty freaking good. I put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not like some cheap-ass website. Like, I, I, every single page, my wife and I would be up till 2, 3 in the freaking morning. My wife is my partner, obviously. Um, we would be up to 2, 3 in the mornings. So we'd do page, and then we'd be like, no, we don't want it like this. And then we'd redo it all over again. We put a lot of thought into it, and I think it's going to pay off. Um, this year is going to be my year for sure. Um, I've, had, I, I've had great help with, with 
advices and stuff because I've finally been able to open up and like just actually it's like you know what I've been keeping things to myself and that's not working so let, let me just see what happens if I just talk to people and the advices I've been getting are freaking phenomenal and they've been helping me because they've been helping me to think outside the box yeah like I, you can't ha- you can't help yourself if you're in a rut and you're not talking to anybody like yeah. if you're in a rut and you're not talking to anybody you're gonna stay in that rut because yeah. you, you're just you're it's called insanity when you're trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results and the same ones come back. Like, yeah. it's just like, no, dude. All right. Enough is enough. Let me do something. So 2023 money wise probably wasn't the best that I've done. I think you um, grew a lot here Yes, with, with the business stresses and managing that. Yes. Yes. Now I will say, and as I told you guys earlier, it, I, I have a high threshold for, for stress. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've plateaued. And now it's like, okay, now I know my limit. And now I know what I don't want and what I do want. So it's clear. It's clear what I need to do. It's clear what I'm going to be pushing for. Um, I mean, hell, even right now, just kind of talking to you guys and you telling me like, dude, you should just kind of focus on the epoxy. I didn't really put much thought into that until you just kind of pushed it. And then with Daniel sitting right there kind of also marinating into the idea, it's like, See, unless I wouldn't have talked it out, you guys wouldn't have told me that, I probably would have kept on doing the same shit, yeah. you know? So, so it's kind of good that we're doing this on the on good. the camera because now this we can we, we got something to look back at. Oh, it's you're like, going right, to listen to this we're, 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 What are we doing now? now? It's been three months. What what are you doing now, and, you know? And, so and You know what I want from you, man? Like, I want you to implement these things, keep on doing them and grow, and I want you to share them for the people on here bro oh yeah like if we could make it a regular thing oh yeah we're like once every couple weeks or every month you pop in and give a fucking update oh yeah let people know that all it takes is a change up here to start the fucking thing absolutely you know like that's with the man in the mirror yeah bro it's a big thing so i know i know i know the fucking the money situation whatever but the growth mentally bro is invaluable because that's what gets you on the right mindset to to go and do what you have to do. That's why you'll have a uh, uh, raised brat millionaires that lose their millionaires while poor people grind to become millionaires. Like it's all mental. It's all mentality. And if your mind isn't in the, isn't in the right place, you're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've been in the business for seven years. Mm-hmm. I've had my ups and downs. I've had great money lazily, but times have changed. Marketing has changed. All what's these the things What's the most you've made in a year? 150, 150, 150. Now, again, this wasn't grinding. I really wasn't pushing. I, I really had more of a sub sub mentality. I just want to be work for myself. I just want to make some money. I want to live a simple life. I want to be with my family. Now I got four kids. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, no, I need money now. So it's yeah. like things have changed before. Yeah. I was just comfortable with what I was doing, but now it's just like, no, you need to scale up now, bro. Like, and, and it, it's just funny. The reason I need to scale, it's to prove it to myself because everyone in my life has always been like, Carlos, if there's anyone, it's you. And I've always heard that and I've always just ignored it. But like I said, it's just like now it's now it now it matters. Now it truly matters. So now it's just like, okay, you know what? Let me do what I know I could have done this whole time. Do you have an idea of this past year what what came in income wise? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Income-wise, I'm uh, probably like uh, 110, 120. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. So not a, not a huge drop-off, but 
obviously the expenses have changed. The expenses have changed. Living situation. Everything's everything's getting more expensive in Orlando. Everything's getting more expensive. So I I got that. It's like now that I'm making the most money, I'm also spending the most money. So it's like clearly something's up with the economics and things need to change. And obviously no one's going to change my life with me. So let me just go ahead and do what I need to do, yeah. you know? And then that comes with adjusting. That That's the other one. Constant adjusting. Yeah. If you're not constantly adjusting, you're learning every day, bro. Yeah. I, I still learn. Like one of the, the best things this podcast has done for me is not only when it got to the point where I felt like I was telling everybody what to do, somebody came in Danny from Alliance and like was telling me from a, from a, from a higher level, like, Hey, do this, this, and this, man. Yeah. And now I'm being mentored. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot There's a lot to that. And not just that. Even as simple as my relationship with Jonathan and his family and all that. Like, yeah. you know, we bounce ideas off each other. We're always talking. There's not a day that me and Jonathan hang out where business does not come up, bro. Oh, it has to. And, it and, has to. And, it's and pretty much our whole lives. That's it, bro. And, it's and, our 24-7. <laughs> and and we provide value to each other that way. Yeah. And, like... We're better off because of it. A lot of the things I've I, I've implemented things because he's told me like Jobber was his idea. He was using it before me. I was doing shit fucked, nice. you nice. know, like things like that. Jobber's great. Yeah, and so <laughs> like it, it's it's like it doesn't matter as long as you open those lines of communication and talk to people yep. and shit. shit Dude, and, work and out. Exactly, exactly as I was saying, man. Like you need to be around like like-minded individuals because mm-hmm. you never know. You never know about the idea that you gave me. That I didn't think of, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you just changed my life. I'm about to become a fucking millionaire because of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's just if you if you stick to yourself, you're not going to you're not going to hear things that you need to hear. And constructive criticism, and, constructive, and, and yeah. being like, yo, like that's fucking up. Exactly. Why don't you do this? Exactly. You like, also need to, bro. The the good ideas need to be heard just as much as the critiques. Yep. You need to be criticized. By like-minded individuals, whether you like what you're hearing or not, you can't be stuck around yes people. Mm-hmm. Yes people do not help you. Nah, people that give you the ideas or the constant criticisms, those are the people that help you. Because then they get you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, he's right. Even if you don't want to admit it, then right in front of them. You're like, you know what? That was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I am going to try that, you know? You better fucking thank him if they, if they help you guys. Like, <laughs> if that idea helps you. Let them know. So, so throw them a bone. Jonathan, how about you? So, as far as this year, goals that were met, the money expectation where it was versus where it ended up, goals for next year. Uh, we did great, way more than I thought. Good. Yeah, which just was implementation of all the different techniques and strategies me and Danny have talked about over the last three years. Uh, but this year we hit about five hundred k. Um, is our best year by That's a awesome. long shot. <laughs> Uh, kind of nervous to see if I could do it again. <laughs> I know, but, we'll do it. I mean, we, all uh, you got to do is do yeah. what you've been doing and you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we did great. Um, we've generated quite a few employees throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Lost some, gained some, uh, developed them as sprayers. Uh, we got a new shop. That's um, awesome. What else? Uh, we partnered with Danny on Bathtub Guys. So yeah. we, we started to, uh, I'm starting to understand the psychology shout of out bathtub tampa brand <laughs> consolidation brand consolidation you know the whole the whole i went from that's what i'm excited I, to get I'm, into. I'm in the process of transitioning from owner operator to owner yeah you know what i mean like yep. exactly what you're going through yep. was i was in in the field every single day and i'm still really in the field a lot I'm, i might not necessarily be spraying 
but I'm oversighting. I'm making sure that these. You're I'm, at least making sure things are. We're going to be good, successful. Right? Yeah, and yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. You, I'm not letting some fucking employee take us down. Your quality yeah. you know I mean? matters, and yeah. that's actually super badass. So like, it is a good grind, like you know. I, I I work hard, really hard every single day. There's not there's no, there's no days off over here. Even on the weekends, like after this, I need to create some content because like we need to get back at it. Um, but anyways, we hit our goals financially. Pretty good. much, we exceeded them. Uh, we we also hit ops on ops. We were able to accomplish some bitty, pretty big projects. Um, we took on Sheraton this year, which was a 600-plus headboard refinish. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's contract awesome. was our biggest contract yet. We hit a, uh, That was at 175K. Um, so that was a big chunk <laughs> yeah, of our revenue. Um, and then we also doubled up on our, on our residential revenue be- throughout the year. Um, we were able to maintain a kitchen cabinet operation, a full bathtub operation, um, and we were able to get another work truck. Um, Good things. Else, Danny? Good things yeah. all around. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. Just, just jobbing, man. I mean, we've only been in business three years. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Side that's note, beautiful. The, the cigar operation. Oh, yeah. We started another business. Uh, with that shit's going our well. family started a cigar lounge in our town in Zephyr Hills, where <laughs> we're like a little side town off of Tampa. Um, so if, you know, we have two businesses now as a family. Shout out cigars. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, we, we, we did, no, we didn't do Puerto Rico this year. Did we do any projects for you this year? Um, in the beginning of the year you did the Jacksonville. Yeah. So we knocked out a a hotel, a holiday inn in Jacksonville. We hit hit 90 tubs in about Mm -hmm. a week over there. Oh, you did the uh, little project over in, uh, Sebring. Oh yeah. We did an assisted living community in Sebring, Florida. So we traveled and, you know, that's another thing that we learned is like, okay, to take projects out of your region out of your and region, to like yeah. how to pay guys per diem. Traveling works, uh, We learned, I personally learned how to fund projects, like learning how to leverage credit uh, to to utilize it in a business, right? So we're not taking loans out to buy fucking Ferraris and shit. You know, we're taking big loans out and we're running projects with other people's money. Reinvesting. That's, yeah, I'm that's sure something. That helps a lot. Yeah, I'm so, something I've learned how to do this year that will continue that will continue to help me because. I'm the guy, I started this business with $5,000. Yeah. I left the military and I, I came with $5,000 in my savings and <coughs> I bought a kit and started spraying and we pretty much leveraged credit and capital gain through big projects that's to awesome. develop uh, a business and that's where we're at today. That, that's going to help your tax situation yep. too. Remember, loans aren't taxable. Really? No. So if that's you, awesome. If, if you are like, hey, I'm going to get taxed and you take out like, let's say a, a $30,000 loan. That thirty k is not taxable plus the interest you pay on it. Wow! So that's actually the 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 and the, and the way we the, did it's it. It's a write off. So yes, like the the interest and everything. Everything. Damn, that's Do good. you use Jobber? Uh, only through Bathtub, guys. Okay, so the way the way I did it, just for everybody who's who's out there, because like I'm a small fry, we weren't bringing any large amounts of revenue to to justify large loans be given to our small business and they're not just handing these loans out. So how we did it was we, we were averaging about a hundred, hundred to maybe 150,000 a year, um, through, uh, transactions through jobber. And that's when they gave me my first, uh, working capital loan offer. And so I took the working capital loan, um, Wait, and what through jobber, through yes. jobber. Whoa. So now you're not even dealing with like going to a financial institution and, 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 trying to give them a spiel on why they should lend you money. I'm getting jobber tomorrow. Your le- yeah, your numbers are talking for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and they're so, just looking at it themselves. Yeah, they just look at it and they're like, this is what we're offering you. This Not, guy's great off- for this. Yeah, Bro, yeah. they offered me fucking, I think the first one was like 10K. And I was like, oh shit, I could use that. So I took the 10K out. I used it and um, 
I used it for a project, a project that I wouldn't have been able to afford. I think it was the Sebring project. I used the 10K to pay all my guys per diems and salaries because it was the first project that I needed to survive a net 30 payout on. Exactly. Yeah, and I was like, how the fuck am I going to survive a net 30 paying payout if I'm paying stuff. everybody? I'm going to fucking suck up all my capital, go yep. broke, and then, you know what I mean? So it, it just happened to work out where I was able to fund the project, pay all my guys out, wait on the net 30, then I got paid. Um, and then they took a 20% um, uh, gross, like a revenue, 20% off the top of your revenue that you tra- you process through Jobber. Okay. Um, and it, it's it's a fixed rate too. So like, you know exactly what you're paying to, to uh, acquire the loan versus a, a, a loan that's based off of, of an interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Paying interest, uh, occurring interest. Um, so it, it worked well for me. I've done it a second time now this year and it it, uh, it got us through, the, the loan actually helped us get through a phase we're going through right now where we took on this this door project in a Golden Oaks neighborhood yeah. where I actually made a mistake. I underbid it. I under fucking estimated how long it was going to take. I, it got to a point where I was starting to lose money to finish this project and uh, I was able to get another loan and it helped and it, it helped uh, solve cash flow issues. So we were able to finish the project, pay out guys and then nothing skipped a beat. So if you're in a, in a cash flow situation, it can get dangerous taking loans, but if you're a disciplined person and you have a strategy, you know, you can leverage credit to help your business. And, and jobber loans, it takes that 20% and it pays the loan down. So let's say you got a $1,000 job. They'll give you your $800. they will take that 200 mm-hmm. and they'll pay the loan down for you. That so you is don't, so, so you, you damn don't, convenient. You don't have to worry about any... Uh, uh, there's no variable interest. It's fixed interest. Uh, yeah. So like, you know... And then it, it just Shout auto, out it auto, it, it <laughs> auto pays it yeah. pretty much, yeah. which is it's such a big benefit. And it's good too, like if even if you're not trying to fund a project, uh, it's good to have capital. Yeah. So like if you don't have capital, yeah. take the loan and sit on the capital. Yeah, that's what I and, do. And then no, allow allow your your invoices to pay it, and it's, it doesn't matter if it's if it's in their account or in your account. You'd rather have it in your account. Well, yeah. one of the reasons I did it was because of the tax benefit. Because even though, so they ought, the first. Offer they sent me was a long time ago. I didn't take in, I think it was like 30K or something. This last time they sent me an offer, it says expired January 3rd. It was for 49,000. I was like, it, the interest it either goes away or you take it well, right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> the, in, the interest rate was like 12% or something. I was like, okay, that's a little steep. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, look, that $8,000 that I'm paying back to the loan is saving me 56 grand in taxes. Yeah, when you put it like that, why wouldn't you take it? Get jobber. <laughs> well, I'd rather have the 49K in my fucking pocket than give it to the fucking IRS, the bro. IRS, yeah. Like, th- that's what a lot, a lot of people don't understand. Shout bro. out big government. S- strategic <laughs> investments, bro. Yeah. Like buying vehicles, financing them, paying the more expensive insurance. Like, yeah, a lot of people do that shit. People are like, oh, that's irresponsible. You could just buy a cash. It's like, well, then, but you can't it's coming deduct out of your, it, bro. Yeah, exactly. And it's coming out of your pocket. Exactly. And then and, and and so like the you should lo- dig deep into that actually yeah the the whole loan thing yeah. helped a lot yeah so uh, like it helped with the tax situation because I, I we know we bought a vehicle again and did that whole thing and we have deductions because obviously businesses when you operate there's highs and lows and shit but that extra the extra loan is not taxable that's cash flow that I have that honestly like it's keeping me from paying taxes that I took out forty nine thousand dollar loan exactly it's pretty good it's a good deal. 
Yeah, you just have to have discipline. You just have to have discipline. Don't fucking spend it. Yeah, bro. If you good thing is, look, this is my my rule of thumb. If you're ever gonna take out a loan like that, a quarter of it goes to whatever the fuck you need to invest in, and the rest of it keep it. Now, if whatever you invest in makes you a shit ton more money, then touch touch another quarter of it. But make sure two thirds of the loan are still there, just in case shit hits the fan. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Damn, dude, that's a good one. Good job her tomorrow. <laughs> you, you really should, and it's it's a little bit expensive, especially if you have it on the the full scale like me and Danny that, have. That's kind of like what deterred me because I, I got QuickBooks, the one that that yeah. everybody has. The mm-hmm. QuickBooks, I forget what they're called, QuickBooks, QuickBooks Pro or something. Yeah, something, something you like you that. could apply for these same kinds of loans through Stripe. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could ask them to send you uh, loan offers. The only difference is you have to send them your financials, but you can sync it with QuickBooks. Yeah, and that's so, what that's where sick because obviously just like Jobber Quick. QuickBooks, you can send all that information mm-hmm. to the IRS yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. just very convenient when Jobber tells you, like, hey, you want 49K, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just I'm give it to you. About. Just get an email <laughs> with offering a shit ton of money. Yeah. Well, it benefits them, too. They're like, hey, we're going to make eight grand out of this. Yeah. But yeah. You need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also going to save you money. So why yeah. the fuck not take exactly. it? Dude, the whole tax break thing, I, I didn't freaking know that. And if, if, if you don't understand cash flow, you're not going to do very well in business. Like, exactly. cash flow is king, so... It helps with that. And like, leveraging credit, bro. Because yeah, yes. business credit is so freaking essential. Well, I wish I was told this in the beginning. These big CEOs, bro, why do you think Jeff Bezos doesn't get taxed? He didn't get taxed because he, on paper, his salary is a dollar a year. Every, everything else is stock options. Yeah. And he takes out loans against the stock options. You know why? Because it's an unrealized gain. Yep. Because even though the market says, hey, all those stocks are worth $100 million, because they haven't been sold for $100 million, that could change tomorrow. Amazon stock could drop. But in reality, we all know that it's good as gold. But he takes out debt that's not taxable. He takes out the debt against his own stock options. These are good pro tips. Yeah, and good it works. Pro tips. So, what about you, Danny boy? Yeah, that was the question. <laughs> all right. Well, so, so one of them has sort of already been made. Shout out Bath of Tampa. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was one of the big. That's things. A big that was move, a, bro. I, 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 there was a when, lot of thought when he told me that. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" We had a lot of up. meetings About before it. we decided to do it, like with with his partner, with my partner, because it's more than just me and Danny yeah, yeah, involved yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, and there's like a lot your of dad, his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we discussed it. We discussed how it looked like, and and one of the big things for Jonathan that I really appreciate is that Jonathan came from it at an angle from like, okay, like I want my thing, but at the same time. I kind of have an interest in bathtub guys growing past just Orlando and Florida in general, right? Orlando, Tampa. Like, we're, we're thinking about future franchising opportunities, you know, uh, I told like you, that. do one in Miami and do one in Jacksonville, bro. Yeah, yeah. Start it, it, out with Florida and then what that, So, so we, we, these are all things we've thought about. And, and one of the things that made it an easy decision for me when he said, like, hey, we're kind of thinking about this. What do you think about it? Is that he respects the brand like if it yeah, was his he, own. he does exactly i do the same thing which you know that and that's that's mm-hmm. why you like to have me around and yeah. i know i know that that's and, why and, you like and, to have me well around what, what here's the thing it. when i saw it the first time was uh we did this puerto rico project yeah i didn't know jonathan from a hole in the fucking wall bro yeah. they delivered yeah that was 93 jet conversions in three weeks those jet that's conversions Bro, you want to talk about Bondo? Yeah. I fucking, I depleted the Puerto Rican fucking, <laughs> the Puerto Rican Bondo fucking supply, bro. Yeah, that was a lot of Bondo. Yeah, we were gallons going through. Gallons and gallons and gallons of Bondo. I think we were going through like seven gallons a day of Bondo. Oh my God. It was crazy. And it was a big project. But I I told Jonathan from the beginning, bro, like you you hook it up, bro. Like, like 
we'll, we're going We're going places, yeah. Because yeah. the first week where I was there, I was, like, helping them with shit. The other two weeks, I was like, bro, I'm paying you to manage this shit. Let's get it done. Yep. And they took reins of the project. They build systems. They, bro, they were problem solving. These are things that I, I like. He's going over there barely knowing me and having enough respect to not just do the job and barely scrape it by, but to like do the fucking job at high quality, address yeah. the hotel's concerns, and also like, you know, build systems to make the shit more efficient than it could have been, right? Like, or that, that, than, than it was when we first started. Like, systems in place. He had one of his guys going around to just knock out jets and, and uh, put in the anchoring system for the for the bondo, yeah. which is like you know he had this, this guy was flying through seventeen. He got the he saw that this was a strength for this guy, and was like, bro, just keep on going down the line. You know, was, this was saving you guys hours a day. Yeah, and That's and, awesome. and, and you know the he put the two best guys on bondo on bondo, and he was like, fuck this, this is too important. I'll just spray them all. Yeah, you know, so you sprayed them all. Yeah, pretty much. There was a handful that Ralph sprayed, but most of them were him. Um, oh, Ralph went too. Yeah, shout out Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it was. I saw the respect there before I even really knew him, and and then from there, you know, like just our conversations, you know, where it was talking about work, and we always have this mutual respect for each other's companies. When he asked me about it, I was like, "Yeah, bro, it's a no brainer, bro. Like, I know that you will take care of this thing as if it was your own, exactly. by, ju- just by the way he represented." And we actually subbed some projects to him and shit like that too. So, um, you know, that happened. Then, um, as far as projects go, this year was pretty good. We did, we finished a Delta project, which was like one hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars. It was uh, nice, five hundred and twenty two tubs, something like that. Um, that project we lost money on. I, I talk about that because we hired too many people, so it was kind of a a shit situation. Out of that project, I think we ended up. Like, we lost a lot of money, but we didn't go in the negative. We kind of, like, profited, like, 6000 or some shit. Yeah. But for a project that took six months, that's not great. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I, the project didn't lose me the money. It was my managing I, lost me money. I remember you telling me that I, it was I, a little over. As far as the sprayers, it was I a little over. I overpaid them. Yeah, 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 okay. uh, and I overpaid unskilled labor. And I kept them working with us, even though they were unskilled while paying them, while the project was on hiatus sometimes. So that's not the project's fault. Because if I only had them working at Delta, it would have worked out. It would have worked out, yeah. But I was putting them to, to go to residential, sending two or three guys to jobs that didn't need to happen. Yeah. And so it fucked me over a little bit. I see. That's fine, though. We did a little stable suite hotel. It was like 80-something units. That was fine. Um, we, did, da, 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 we did a lot of leaky-teaky stuff this year. Earlier in the year, bro, we were there like almost every day. Leaky tiki. <laughs> you know that that slowed down because Leaky Tiki finally completed their uh, their full merger with Hilton, so Hilton bought all of Diamond Resorts. Wow! Um, and Leaky Tiki was one of the last ones to uh, oblige because they have like six different HOAs, um, associations that own different parts. So the wow. villas are owned by one part, certain towers are owned by another place, and then the other part. And it's all operated by Diamond Resorts, but now it's Hilton, uh, Hilton Grand Vacations. So they finally stopped that. Uh, and fully merged, but renovations came up for Leaky Tiki. So okay. now they're doing full-blown reno over there. It's like 50 mil. That's why those last couple tubs you've been to, the tubs have been new. They've been brand new. Yeah, yeah they're putting the <coughs> new tubs in, but they're chipping wow. them. <laughs> so but they're like, chipping. <laughs> yeah. uh, but That's hilarious. at least they're porcelain. I did tell them, when I was like, you guys are going to renovate put porcelain tubs. Uh, but 
beginning of the year, even he subbed some Liki Tiki work for me at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a couple weeks there where we were like book solid for like four weeks, and he jumped in and did some some jobs over there. Um, I mean, aside from that, we had some little things. We had a couple little hotels and uh, did one in downtown. Uh, for the same company that we they did the Jacksonville one, we did a little Marriott in Orlando. It was like 90-something nice. units. Uh, and then we did another hotel in inter- International Drive. Um, so it was a lot of that. Just a, a, a more projects overall, but smaller ones. Uh, good thing is that we signed some contracts for some big ones. We signed one for a 1,800-unit thing for 2025 yeah that's great yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a big thing that's gonna happen in 2025 though pre-planning stuff but they they send me a contract i haven't even done a demo they signed a contract it's done name brand matters yeah it's uh (laughs) that's that's your biggest one yet yeah i think so yeah congrats the the only thing about that is that it's definitely gonna thank you it's definitely gonna be segmented out so it's not gonna be like cabana bay where they're like hey here are all the tubs have at it. Yeah, it's going to be like, hey, we're doing this, these uh, and then these yeah. and then going past. But in total, that should be about what we're doing because the place only has about 800 and change rooms, but every room has two tubs. So it's one of those. Okay. And they want to do them all. So yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. We haven't even gotten to 2024 and 2025 is already sprouting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. Apartments. We've gotten some apartments. Oh, this yeah. Year. I got one apartment this year. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, I got, like a, I got oh, an account. Oh, yeah. yeah so we've okay. been talking because after we talked to Danny earlier this year, which he came on the podcast, that was also a highlight. Uh, the guy from Calgary, what's his name? Rob. He, when he came on from Canada, yeah, the podcast has hit milestones this yeah, year. We, we got a lot. Of, the first podcast of the year was with Marissa from Permaglaze. Um, and and we so we've had people come we've in. We've had. Uh, 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 Surface Pro, yeah, Surface Georgia. Pro, and CJG Paint also, who's from Kissimmee. Uh, that's the one I did in Spanish. So th- oh, that was really that's cool. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then obviously now this one, but uh, the podcast did really well this year. But yeah, that was one of the goals after we talked to Dan. It was like let's get into some apartment stuff, and you know, we went canvassing and stuff. But he got a a guy over there that's been giving him some some study work. Well, I got two. I got one guy who did like a remodel on his small apartment, but now I got a uh, an actual like complex. Yeah. That we we do turnover units for them. Nice. Yeah. So that's like that was big goal. Try to hit was like getting some recurring work. Yeah. Something you don't have to fish for a new lead every exactly. fucking day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and I got the uh, little windmill point apartments uh, in in Orlando. That place has been pretty good to us. <coughs> um, the units are in shit condition. They've been painted like six times with spray paint in a can and shit. <laughs> Terrible. But yeah. you know it's good work and like it keeps the guys busy. Um, and then aside from that, bro, just a lot of residential. This year might have been one of the biggest years of residential we've had. Uh, in residential alone, we made seven hundred thousand dollars. Um, and then marketing works. Total <laughs> total for the year was around one point two. Let's go. Last year was what? Uh, just shy of a million. Exactly. Oh, and he, he finally has uh, a dedicated uh, secretary. Yeah. So Crystal answers oh, yeah, phone calls. Right. She handles. Shout out that's big, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. big. Oh, and yeah, she has her own phone number and everything. That yeah. took that took a lot of weight <laughs> off your shoulders. Yeah, that's freed me up a lot yeah. up here, and being able to go and network and do these things yeah. we have to do. Yeah. Um, Our and, dinner party. And yeah, that well, we did it. We did a bath of guys fucking dinner thingy. Which next year I'm gonna. I have didn't go. Team. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, you know the 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 guys deserved they, it. They deserved it. They busted their ass. You know yes. that they, they, they built it up, and obviously, like, so everybody knows, 
Just because the company made a million dollars doesn't I mean I'm not a fucking multimillionaire, bro. There's costs. The company made it. Guys. Yeah. Just Please. just remember about half the of that dis- is fucking half of that shit is cost. That's gross exactly. revenue. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing goes to you like, can differentiate that. Don't become a boss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we reinvest in the company here, bro. Heavily, like we, heavily. Yeah, we got new yeah. trucks. We you know we wrapped them all this year. That's that was a big thing. Man, yeah. those trucks look nice. Yeah, thank I, you. Every time sure. I'm here and I'm outside with him, I'm he's talking to me and I kind of just go away and I daydream and I'm just looking at the trucks and just looking at the wrap and I'm like, and not what, only they're like fucking brand, almost brand spanking new trucks. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, that I know is they huge. look good. The wrapping looks really good. Yeah, which one of them was purchased in cash, so that takes a big chunk out of money too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, we we did finance one of them. The Maverick is financed. Yeah. Uh, Ralph's truck is cash, and then the other big F one fifty that's wrapped is cash too. But um, but yeah, you know, like we 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 reinvest here. So like, I could just sit on fucking money forever, but then. Two years from now, when uh-huh. I need the work and I didn't invest and I spent some of the money, I'm fucked. And you don't even understand how much he spends monthly on ad spend. Yeah. Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny because when, when you brought up Jobber and it giving you, you know, like, hey, you know, you qualify for this. The immediately, my first thing in my mind was like, if I got that, I'm going to put it on marketing. Exactly. Like, that's exactly what I would yeah. fucking well, do. Well, on marketing, so, so that everybody understands in the beginning of the year, this is how fast money goes when you have a bunch of people relying on you, bro. My, 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 it was four guys. Now it's three plus the two subs. Um, your partner and, and, and partner crystal. It, there was yeah, a lot of shit. I had to pay a lot of people, yeah. but one of the big, uh, expenses early in the year was, uh, was ads. I would say for the first six months I was spending on average between 10 and $12,000 a month on ads. I, I remember you talking um, about. strategically. Getting my ad spend down, you have to start high to see where you're ranking among other people. You want to make sure you're outranking them. Then you want to take a step back and slowly start to take money down, down, down until you're still outranking them, but not spending as much to outrank them. It takes time to learn that kind of a thing, and it takes money. Don't balls. tell them all your secrets. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't give <laughs> no, a No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Bro, most people don't have fucking 10K. So <laughs> let yeah, them try. Kidding, they're they're not going to catch up. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and and also I, I just feel like I'm good with managing money and stuff like that. And and we did make a lot of deals. A lot of things that I, you know, switched up this year from normal is that I was a little bit, a little bit less, uh, anal about getting the exact price that I want to get, and more like a little bit. I was coming at it from you, a little you were bit helping. more. You yeah, were helping. for the customer, like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. man, you want fifty dollars off? Get fifty dollars. Yeah. I'd rather keep you fucking busy. Yep. Keep the guys yep. busy. And even though it might be a little bit less, it's better than not having anything. Exactly. And and I feel like we've been killing the fucking competition with that. Yep. Right now, we are almost booked solid until mid-January. That's beautiful. Um, and, and and it's been this wheeling and dealing mentality of like, we're, we're not going to lowball ourselves, but we're going to... I know that where I could be and still break a fucking profit because of the amount of people we have here that are working every day and what they can produce. So I, if I need to do a tough for 400 bucks, it's going to get done. I'm not going to let the, ne- the guy next door get it. Yep. And guess what? I can go lower than that. I've done the numbers. So I've done some job costing. I'm not going to tell exactly what it, what it is, but I can go, <laughs> I could undercut motherfuckers and still break a profit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's something, but yeah, overall the year has been pretty fucking good. Uh, Big goal for fucking next year for us is to get some more commercial stuff reoccurring. Now that Leaky Tiki's renovating, that's fine. You know, I fully anticipate three, four years. They're going to start needing tubs regularly again. Yeah. And we're going to be there. 
not everything has been renovated. So, you know, there's going to be some time there where we can get some stuff in. But getting some more apartment stuff, uh, multifamily is like a big goal for us. And uh, just for my own vanity, I want to get another fucking fat-ass project. Yeah. I'm going to seek it out and whatever it needs to be done, whether I need to sub part of it with him and you or whatever, it'll get fucking done. Oh, that shit's getting done. But we're oh, yeah. like, I, I want, there was a lot of things on both sides from Cabana Bay to us, from us to them that did not work out right. And I need that fucking redemption arc, bro. Okay. You know, like I what, need, what would you say was like kind of something bad that happened that next time you, you're going to make sure it's not going to happen. Oh, it was just, I, I gave them too much leeway. Okay. So like, you know, we were talking about before about how hotels don't listen. Strick it. Yeah. I let them, I let them kind of like off the hook on like the first 40 rooms warranties that they voided by using the wrong cleaners. And I cleaned them for free. And then it turned into now I'm fucking fixing everything on the house because, because I fixed them for free and it didn't come out of their pocket. Um, it just kind of set up this weird precedent where they're just going to come fix it regardless. So they just kept calling. They kept saying everything was a warranty call and I wasn't enforcing it out of fear of losing the project. And guess what? They ended up hiring somebody to do almost the rest, the, oh, the rest of it. We did about, 800 rooms and they hired someone else to do the rest. Did they really? Yeah. Damn. And, and so it doesn't, again, back to the whole, it doesn't pay to be the fucking nice guy. It does not. It does Because not. at the end of the day, if I would have been like, hey, now the tubs are $800 a unit because you didn't listen to us and that wasn't written in the terms of, of the contract, would they pay me that $800? No. But why, why am I going to break the terms of my contract and, and fix shit for them for free? Out of fear of losing the project, now we see. It doesn't matter what you do. They're going to go find someone else anyway. Yeah. At the end of the day, like he said, it's cutthroat, bro. That's what it is. So I need that fucking redemption. I'm, I, and I need the opportunity to, hey, this, this issue happened last time. I'm not going to let it happen again. And be more proactive about things. And also make sure that when we go into these projects and we tell them, like, hey, we're going to do 10 a day, it's not going to be like we're barely skating by 10. It's me like we fucking take those 10 tubs and by 4 p.m., bro, we're out, bro. We're done. Like, we're doing it done. the most efficient, highest quality possible and really fucking just do it, bro. It's almost like you need to teach classes to do bathtubs. Well, that's the one thing we've discussed. <laughs> we just talked about that. Yeah, we've been talking. So that's one thing that that's shout out thing. 2024. <laughs> I, I, I want to do that. I want to also teach some people some stuff about the business aspect of things. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, we're like, looking to pretty much looking to develop a course. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, well, I have him working on a curriculum for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of it. He's, he could teach, bro. Uh, he's, <coughs> he's good at showing. And, 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 and I think epoxy. That's another thing. A friend cabinet refurnishing. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got multiple, multiple things that, uh, 2024. Well, we'll just, we'll leave it there and we'll, we'll come back to this topic. Yeah. <laughs> but it, no, it's been a good year, bro. A lot of, a lot of good stuff with like, you know, the beginning of the year was a little weird, but you know, I almost got killed and all that, you know, but motherfuckers wasn't about to do shit. It wasn't. Nothing good, but they got their ass. They got their ass. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, but aside from that, bro, it's been good, bro. I, I'm just happy. Another year where, where we're still going strong. We did better than the last and, that's the fucking goal. We want to continue on that trajectory. Smoked a lot of cigars this year. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't today. I, I thought we were going man. to. I brought my lungs. I brought them. I brought my lungs. <laughs> Let's go smoke after this. Let's go. You want to go? I'm done. All right. We could go do that. But yeah, man, 
Happy New Year, everybody. Happy yes, New sir. Year. I want everyone Happy to have New a Year. fucking great year. Is at an end, and we, we're going to bring in 2024 and heavy, bro. We yeah. survived another year. Yeah, for real. Another year, we're here. Next year's an election year. It should be interesting. Uh, I don't I don't want to know what November 4th is going to be like next year. <laughs> uh, well, by that time, we should, you know, we'll, we'll see. But all of our goals should be met by that uh, time. I was just going to say, at least I'll, uh, I'll hit that 500K by at least then. <laughs> And uh, if you really want to hit that 500k, all that epoxy shit, bro. Trust me, I think you get two, three guys doing it for you, and you you just manage it. You will hit the 500k. The the margins in that shit are so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and yeah, bro. I'm just I'm. I'm 2024 is going to be exciting. uh, We have a lot of good visions going on. We have a lot of great ideas that's happening. That's that that's. I feel like we have a good table right now. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to use this for some content. So, yeah. But anyway, everybody who's been listening to this point, thank you guys. Thank you, Carlos, for coming through. Shout I appreciate it, man. We already know. And, uh, you know, let's do this again, man. Yep, absolutely. All right, man. Let's end it here. You've been listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.